and it gives me a chance to do a sound check for the recording. All right. Well, if everything's coming in good, this is um, what I used for yesterday on the other stream. So yeah, you sound really good. Good, good. I'm just I'm running a headset off my iPad. All right. So I'm chatting right now with the Sheiks. Um, <clears throat> he's definitely interested in it, but he is running the 11 p.m. game, so he wasn't sure how late he can let us know if he can hop in. I already told him I was like, "Hey, dude, it's not a big deal." But yeah, I've got a plan for him to be unconscious, and I was thinking because it's a soap opera episode, he just fainted. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. So dramatic faint. Yes. So I was thinking, um, I don't expect the party to remember that episode of Dear Hamish. Right. So I was thinking the letter and response you have handy. So if needed, you can be ready to recite. Sure. Because the the party may need, like the players, the people personally might need <laughs> to get their memories jogged. Because I haven't given them a lot of detail. You can look at the chat history. I just said that it was Hamish's fault, which nobody is surprised by, but they don't know details. Because <laughs> <laughs> Rob playing Hamish is phenomenal <laughs> right exactly exactly <clears throat> which is why i was something i had to hop on and way back when he did that first one yeah it's so funny and uh that little little secret for you and me amy actually wrote a dear hamish to get hamish's advice on what to do with Susie. oh and so today <laughs> i was thinking our little soap was going to start off and probably not take super long assuming we don't get super distracted and fall down a rabbit trail which is, is very likely to be honest but <laughs> but like if we still have some time i was just gonna ha be really funny to drop off amy's dear hamish letter live in front of everybody where she's asking Hamish for advice on what to do with Susie, because it'd be hilarious. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be good. Um, <clears throat> see, I need to see if I can dig up some more. I have some more of his poems. Where did he <laughs> hide those? If not, I'm, I'm sure that I can get them. I've got his most... Uh, the, the last one that he put in, I think I've got. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've got a couple. Because basically, it was a, his character in this was, was writing... Uh, uh, a book of poems called the the song of nicholas Ooh, that's a good title <clears throat> oh yeah oh yeah so uh so yeah so at least I've, at least i've got two at least got two good poems right now and i think i know he had some more so if i hit him up for him he could probably dig up a couple of more for me if we needed it but if you just wanted to have one that's cool i can send it over to you yeah, I think that'd be good. So, uh, All right, I'll send them both, and you can decide which one you like. Sure. Um, Another really funny thing, though, is uh, Nicholas, I think, will be in the care of the Malchus fan club that Amy's been dreading forever and ever. <laughs> <laughs> and their name is delightful that it's going to make everyone super mad. It's great. <laughs> so, I mean, did you listen back through arc one? Of? Of, of DNR. The original oh, show. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes, uh, yes no, I, I have heard, I, I have listened through all of the episodes. Yes. Okay, so are you familiar with like one of Malchus's old signature moves? The it was just like a, it, what, switch walk away. <laughs> no, 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 like his actual warlock powers. Like one of his basic attacks 
His, his basic warlock attacks had like really stupid, edgy names, which was delightful. But one yes. of, one of them was called Blazing Doom of the Void, which I remember correctly was like a level one attack spell or something silly like that. <laughs> so I was thinking okay. the Malchus fan club would have called themselves that oh, in honor of his good. greatness. <laughs> And I was looking at Tiefling, like, I was just going through a name generator, and Tiefling names are delightfully edgy. Well, they have to be, I mean, it's, I mean, it's not, it's not a drow bard, but yes, there's, there's got to be a level of edginess to it. So, <laughs> I was trying to figure out when, um, and I don't know if you were just going to have Oron just show up and knock at the door? Pretty much, yeah. And then just figure, and I, I do not remember in the Dear Hamish, ever, if he ever actually says or says anything that would lead you to believe that he's actually a dwarf. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. In the original Dear Hamish, I believe in your original letter, you had said, as a dwarf. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, it says, right. as a dwarf, I just want us to go smash stuff. And then <laughs> I transcribed what uh, Rob had just said in his writing voice. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I remembered it afterwards. I was like, oh, that's right. It totally went left. And he, he <laughs> said, you want to go smash, so tell him how you feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, so, and in, in that campaign, surprisingly, we didn't actually go into a whole lot of, like, cities and brothels or any of those kinds of explorations. So there is no, uh, there is no definitive answer about Oron's sexuality. Ooh. Because this has never been a part of the conversation. Perfect. So, I suppose canonically, the he he said, "Hey, I want to smash." Nicholas interpreted it very inappropriately, and which way he meant that is ambiguous for the moment. <laughs> right? Did, did he mean he wants to go hit stuff with a hammer because all this character stuff is boring, or did he mean he's actually attracted to him? That is unknown. <laughs> yes. But we know what Nicholas thought in this timeline, and he was uh, a little overwhelmed. He ran off, and the other two party members decided, you know what? You did this. You go fix it. We're going to go plop our butts down in the in the bar for a little bit. You you go apologize. <laughs> and so yeah, that sounds fairly appropriate for, um, especially for Ames' character, <laughs> <laughs> right? And so the the setup is more or less. Um, Hey, I've I've heard about DNR. They're they're like help for hire. So you walk in. Hey, I've got a missing person. I need your help to find my friend. And so then they so can. You, so is is the thought just that I'm trying to? Because I wasn't sure if it was I was going to Hamish because the advice just went so far wrong. I think that's a happy coincidence. Okay. So in this case, I I think it'd be funny if he didn't know that Hamish worked here. He just went, oh, I have a missing person's case. I need to go to DNR for help. Okay. I need to go help my friend. Here's the circumstance. Here's what happened. I had this letter. I followed the advice of the letter. And then Hamish can then be like, oh, I remember that letter. <laughs> right. Be- because that would be funny. No, no, no. I like the, I like the kind of mistaken identity. Because that was what I was thinking was I couldn't remember if, if technically Oran knew that Hamish was a dwarf. I was going to have him immediately assume that um, <clears throat> Jacova or Liam were was uh, you know when he walked in the door and saw them, be like, well, that's got to be Hamish. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't think, nice. I don't think Hamish has given any indication on what he is because the context here is people more or less anonymously asked DNR for help, and 
so all, many of the requests were nonsensical, and so Hamish just took the advice ones upon himself and then posted them on the job board, and they just became like a forum where people would start to ask him questions, advice, and he would respond on the public forum so everyone can see. These are like physical pieces of paper on a corkboard in the middle of town. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with everybody's business out there. Exactly, and because it's like a really public forum posting place, like, Hamish has gained a bit of reputation, and he's starting to catch on a bit. <laughs> okay, cool, because I can definitely play off of that with, I'm going to DNR with the missing persons, and then as soon as I hear, you know, whether it's he picks up on it or whether someone else says his name, then I can respond that way. Yeah, I, either you can confront him on the specific advice, or you're a big fan because he's gaining a growing fan base in town. Yes. Or both. <laughs> That's why you wrote to him in the first place. <laughs> right. Right. Well, it's ten minutes, too. I feel like people should be logging in here anytime. I think Rob's actively playing a game right now, though. Yeah, he's in another oh, call. I thought this was, oh, I thought this was starting at seven, not at six. Was it seven? I think it was seven on the schedule. I think it said seven. Oh, that may very well be. I presumed it was my usual time, which is 3 p.m. my time, which is 6. Oh. But it, it might be 7. I don't know. That means it, yeah. g- it gives me an extra hour to like write down some other random bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where I was trying to... That's why I was wondering if you were coming in early. Uh, yeah, so on the on the Theriacon, which doesn't mean it's right, but on the Theriacon schedule it says 7 p.m. Okay, that's fine then. So, but it also says that Rob's game, which I think... No, no, this is the game that he's DMing. Yeah, yeah, he's running a game right now. Yeah, but that game, theoretically, was supposed to go for, uh, from 1 to 6, I think. So it's like there's a gap in the middle somewhere. So Maybe. That's fine. Gives them time to eat, I think. Because I know yeah. East Coast, that's like dinner time. It's I'm West Coast, so it's only like 3 here. Yeah, I just got done wolfing down some chicken nuggets. <laughs> Ah, chicken nuggets are good stuff. So yeah, I think that's like the basic premise is your party member said you fucked up, you need to go apologize for making him feel uncomfortable. And because it's a soap opera, he has fainted dramatically. That works. And the characters are going to have like silly, silly voices because it's a soap opera. (laughs) So the, 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 the leaders of the Blazing Doom of the Void are a man named... Gloom Blackstrands and Panic Stormchapel. <laughs> <laughs> Which are not their real names, they're humans. They are not they're not tieflings. <laughs> They've given themselves <laughs> new names for the cause, but they're seventeen. Well yeah. Yeah, well, you know, they gotta uh, they have to be able to protect their identities. They wouldn't want to have any connection to that old life. They have to rededicate themselves. Yeah, I'm not even thinking it's like their secret identity, it's more like that was my slave name. <laughs> <laughs> My new true name, true to the cause of Malchus Grimness. And I even have written, like, a little bit of a manifesto, but not one super long, because it doesn't make for good radio. But Right. <laughs> Just enough. Just enough. Just enough to get the point across, but I'm not going to, like, spend 20 minutes reading an actual manifesto. Enough to get the idea that this is one. belabored and verbose. <laughs> <laughs> Detailed, well thought out. It's it's the abridged version. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's the it's the one they put on their pamphlet that they give to people in passing. That people, of course, always like recycle immediately if they're nice enough to recycle it. Yeah, it depends. 
All right, so um, after he comes and says his spiel, do you want him to just kind of step off and wait to wait to hear back from them, or is, or is Oron rolling along for the ride? I think Oron's rolling along for the ride. It's more like you come okay. in, you hire for a missing person's case. They'll be like, "Okay, we're on the case," and then, but like the case itself will be pretty straightforward because it's not really about the case. It'll, I was just gonna say, Umbrin was like, "Oh yeah, the the local hooligans are gathered in the graveyard." Uh, it's probably that. Okay, and then we'll just reconvene in an hour ish. Cool. All right. Sounds good. All right. I'll see you then. Bye. Yep. Bye. Right. I refuse to correct them because that's uncomfortable. I'll I would take yeah. a donut, but you're far away. Mm-hmm. And also, I think everyone's I mean, blocking Americans from leaving America. Yeah, we're like, just you guys stay there. It's okay. <laughs> you, you don't have to be anywhere near us. That's fine. Mm-mm. Keep your germs. I would there, share please. donuts with you, though. I can't, <laughs> I can't eat all these donuts, and I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Even a dozen was like pushing it. A half a dozen was pushing it because once again, I live on my own. But I was like, oh, I'll have a couple tonight. And it'll be breakfast for the next couple of days or whatever. Uh, yeah, wow. and our president got confirmed, so that's fun. Mm-hmm. He's got a got a confirmed case of the Rona. The Rona. The Rona. So that's fun. Yeah, super fun. I haven't followed the news very closely lately because it's depressing. But in this case, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I think that's actually that one's actually kind of important. Super depressing, but yes, also important. I mean. It's important, but all you really need is the headline of, oh, he's, he's got it. He's got the Rona. Okay. That's all I needed to know. Uh, so, I mean, the most recent update is we're getting contradictory information, which I feel like all the doctors are like, this is the health of the president. I feel like we shouldn't have contradictory information about his state in the hospital. That's like that's pretty basic oh. stuff. I mean, but that sounds pretty... <laughs> pretty on point for his presidency, does it not? Well, yeah, that is true. It's like, you're hearing, like, he's not in good condition, he's doing fine, he's not doing fine. Uh, at least they know where he is. Do they, though? Uh, Are they 100% sure? Or is the Secret Service just too embarrassed to admit they won't <laughs> It's a Home Alone situation. He got shipped to a different military hospital, and they're like, uh, mm-hmm. they're just, like, gonna pretend that like that's him in that bed. We're <laughs> <laughs> just standing outside an empty room, and he's in a completely different hospital, like setting up paint cans and stuff to keep people out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Home Alone, I saw a really funny idea that uh, they should make another Home Alone and still mm-hmm. have Macaulay Culkin play Kevin McAllister, <laughs> but every but no one should acknowledge that he's an adult. Everyone should just pretend he's still six. And then do the movie as normal. Uh, just reshoot the movie shot for shot with him as an adult. Or, or just a new movie, but it's six-year-old Kevin McAllister, but it's Macaulay Culkin, and he's got a scraggly beard, <laughs> and he's smoking, but, like, but he's six, canonically. <laughs> How many times can they lose the same child? I know, right? It'd be really funny. Like, all the other actors are different, probably, you know. But it's the same the setup. First time, the first time was pushing believability. It was pushing it. I know, it was, right? Okay, you forget your child. The second time, it's just like, what kind of parents are CBS you? CBS should get involved. Yes. The third yeah. time. Why that? Third. We're talking about Home Alone. Oh, yeah. CBS should have been called. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I had heard an idea somewhere that they should make a... a 
sequel to Home Alone with Macaulay Culkin as six-year-old Kevin McAllister, and nobody acknowledges it. <laughs> Don't talk about it. <laughs> he's, he's like 40 years old, he's got a scraggly beard, he's smoking, and like... Everyone just talks about how, oh, little old seven-year-old Kevin McAllister, he got forgotten again. Aw, shucks. <laughs> like, nobody acknowledges it. Like, the bad guys are like, I'm going to get you, called. kid. <laughs> no, no, no. Even better. CPS has finally called. <laughs> oh, and then he home alone CPS? Yes. <laughs> I, that's the gritty reboot I want. Except, again, yeah. CPS thinks he's seven, but <laughs> He, yes. He's modern oh, yeah, no, day. Nothing else changes. <laughs> How old is he? That would be Mark. He's like 39, 40. He's 40. Yeah, he just turned 40. Yeah. I, I only saw that because I saw that he had tweeted, Hey, you want to feel old? I just turned 40. <laughs> oh, what an asshole I know right <laughs> we were just talking about Mark we were just talking about Home Alone and how they should make a sequel to Home Alone where Macaulay Culkin is 7 year old Kevin McAllister and nobody addresses it I mean hey uh, they've made worse movies I know right <laughs> I mean come on they did make that last Indiana Jones movie yeah, we right. Don't talk about that. Although I like to think that this time it it's like canonically like one year after the last the last Home Alone. Like when did the last Home Alone come out? Was it like ninety three or something? Well, because so I think they have a Home Alone three, but like it's a different kid. Oh yeah, the last Home Alone with Macaulay Culkin that was like Home Alone mid nineties. Yeah, yeah. Home Alone see, three Home was a two. different kid and was nineteen ninety seven. Home Alone two is a is a nineteen ninety two American comedy. I did not realize that Home Alone two was as old as I am. Yeah, that that, that sounded right. I guessed it was ninety three, but that was assuming that the third one was the same actor one year later. I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was close. Which, which Home Alone three was only in ninety seven. Yes, but yet with a younger kid. And more annoying as humanly possible. Was it still? Wait, was that was that supposed still supposed to be Kevin, or was that like a whole other thing? Eight, no, it's eight-year-old Alex fends off thieves who are trying to acquire. It's a, a different kid. Yeah. Chip oh, that they have hidden in his toy car. Okay, I like so it's to. A, it's a repump. <laughs> yeah, so that actually one that one actually was a sort of reboot before the concept of reboots. Oh my God! There's a Home Alone four. Oh shit! Is there? Taking there back the house. Oh God! It's when... Peter McAllister. There's a Home Alone five oh, wait. from 2012. Hold on, wait, this is what? a whole universe wait, I didn't wait, know existed. Wait, I'm so confused. <laughs> is there a six? Wait, where is the uh, ethnically diverse or female version? Because I mean, uh, Home Alone five. <laughs> is it? Is it? It's a little girl. It's a li- uh, uh, little girl. Oh, Home Alone 3 was a standalone plot and new characters. This film brings back several of the main characters from the first two films, including Kevin McAllister, but with all of the roles played by different actors. Oh, God. (laughs) Home Alone 4. The plot revolves around Kevin McAllister trying to defend his his future stepmother's house from his old nemesis, Marv, and his sidekick slash wife, Vera. (laughs) What the fuck? Yes, that is an appropriate response. 
The fourth one is a reboot. Is it a slippery bandit, or is that's that's the one I was just talking about? Ken was the fourth one. Yeah, and and they're going to be making a a new one. It it's going to be on Disney Plus. And Ryan Reynolds is in it, I think. Oh, this is terrible. Can we talk about how Home Alone 5 is called The Holiday Heist? Like, the rest of the movies did not take place during the holidays? (laughs) (laughs) What was the fourth one? Uh, Uh, Taking Back the House. Yeah, Taking Back the House. Why is it? When they changed actors, yeah, no, I never saw that. It was made for TV in 2002. Finn and his sister... Clearly, it was a phenomenal movie. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Good God. Okay, every time we talk about movies, we, like, fall down... Like, last time we were talking about, um... Uh, oh, what was it? Douglas Is this Adams. the kid from Home Improvement? Okay. No, I don't think it's the same actor. Is this, who is this guy? But Oh, you mean the baby that they had to try and save the family? Alex D. Lins. Who uh, the fuck is this? I mean, last time we were talking about, um... Hitchhikers get to the galaxy, and it turns out there's like a dozen books, many of which were written after the original author's death. That's always good. The That's always good. Those two are really like the only good ones. Yeah, right. <laughs> like Hitchhiker's Guide and what is it? The Restaurant at the End of the Universe. Those are the only ones worth really like think that you do. No fucking way. Scarlett Johansson was in the third one. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> what? What are? Wait, the third what? Third Home Alone? Yeah. Home Alone, yeah. Almost, yeah, Home Alone 3, Scarlett Johansson is is on that list. <laughs> For some reason. Yeah, she's the only name I recognize on this. It's like, I don't know any of these fucking people. And then there's Scarlett Johansson. Like, okay. Um, this is 1997. I don't know what her career was like in that one. Uh, nothing, I think. How old is, how old is she? Yeah. She was born in 84. She was like an age... Math. She was like an age. <laughs> Math. She would have been 13. Okay. Home Alone 3 is sitting at 27% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> As it should. Oh, that's good stuff. Oh, hey, turn off this fan that's behind me. <clears throat> she was in the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Yes. Yes, she okay. was the... Princess. She was also in the SpongeBob SquarePants movie video game. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like she did a pretty good job as the mermaid princess, whose name was uh, Mindy. Is that right? That's what that's what IMDb is saying. I should know that because I watched that movie recently. Because occasionally I go back. Does this movie hold up? And sometimes yes, sometimes no. Like, I went back and rewatched Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius, the original 2000 movie, and... <laughs> um, It wasn't as bad as I was expecting, and that's the nicest thing I can say about it. <laughs> <laughs> you were apparently expecting it to be really bad. I can't remember. Was Jimmy Neutron a movie first? Yes. Or a show yes. first? It was a movie first. Um, okay. Um, so that popped up on, like, one of the things for IMDb when I was there, and that is a very, very, very young Brad Pitt. I know, right? It's crazy to go back and, like, see young versions of actors that went on to be big names, like, uh, Money Pit, for example. That's a very young Tom Hanks. Mm. And I think, was Money Pit his first big movie? 
I feel like it was. Uh, I have no idea. In any case... Oh, my God. Wow, yes. That is a very young Tom Hanks. I know, right? But it's a good movie, and I feel like Tom Hanks was always good. But yeah, it's like... Like, damn, he's young enough. The early one was big. Big. 1988. And that was where I remembered. Although, I I mean, obviously he had a pretty big hit with Splash, and that was 84. But then there was, uh, what was it, uh, Mazes and Monsters was the, uh, the official throwback one. Right, I'm just going to go back to his filmography. What's the earliest listing? Taming of the Shrew is his earliest... Oh, that's a, those are stage performances. Earliest mm-hmm. film. He Knows You're Alone, 1980. Yeah. And then Love Boat. So yeah, Money Pit was early on. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Splash was early on, as Mark said. Mazes <laughs> and Monsters as well. Turner and Hooch is a good one. I like that movie. Mm. I watched Mazes and Monsters again... Well, like two years ago, I think. Two, three years ago, I found it. Again, I was like, oh, yes. Toy Story 2. Toy Story. Yeah, we know about those. And 3. And 4. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Toy Story only goes up to 4, and I have not seen 4 yet, <laughs> even though it's on Disney+. Plus. I've seen mm. 1 and 3, and that's it. I have no other Toy Story movies. <laughs> on the uh, Toy Story 4 was weird. I kind of mm-hmm. wish I'd seen it just for the spork. That's the only reason. I'm, or the Sporky spork, is the best character. Sporky. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh, was that his name? Sporky. But then again, I have a soft spot for reanimated inanimate. Or animated inanimate objects. Really? Don't say. <laughs> don't fucking say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know this is really new. Oh. I know this is really news to you guys, but... Um... I mean, but my whole worldview makes sense now. <laughs> I'm glad, I'm thought glad. thought that was out of character. That was is this really what enlightenment is like? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes indeed it is, CJ. <laughs> Welcome to the future. Speaking of enlightenment, did I hear you're getting a Bridge 4 tattoo, CJ? <laughs> if we get $5,000 total donated... Hmm, I see, I see. Are we live right now? I, I don't even know what a... Yes. Well, I mean, that means you'll have to read the books, that's all. What what book am I reading? All the books. What what books am I reading? Just Stormlight Archive. Book that I suggest you have to, yeah, Storm, Stormlight Archive? Okay. All, like, 3,500 pages of it. Come on, it took me, like, a month and a half. You can do it. I got audiobooks, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, audiobooks are very good. It's one session straight into another. Like, the last time I actually sat down to read a book, I was, like, ten. It's only approximately 141 hours worth of audio, so, yeah, and you it's, totally bust it out in a week. Here in a month, it will go up again. Oh, yeah. It'll increase by another 55 hours. Yep, probably. That, that's a confirmed length. It's 55 hours. Did you guys already go through the Worm Anthology? Worm Anthology. Oh, yeah, that was one that, uh, who was, I think Remy got me turned on to that. It's just... An insanely long, really great. Uh, oh, uh, <clears throat> uh, Revend was kept like trying to get me to read that for a while. So that that actually uh, that that sucked me in for a very long time, but I finally made my way through it, and then I have not started. There's there's a second part of it that I have not gotten into yet. So I was like, I can't lose that much of my life again. Worm anthology. I don't even know what that is. So it's a uh, 
that. Yeah, Google's it's not an alternate universe. It's an alternate universe uh, where Google's giving me Earthworm Jim. <laughs> yeah. Oi. 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 There was a ping. I am basically it's a, it's a, it takes place in an alternate world uh, of Earth where certain people have developed superhuman powers and others have not. Okay. <clears throat> and the the main the protagonist is uh, a high school aged girl uh, whose mom died. I don't remember if it was in from cancer or a car accident or whatever. And she gets bullied in high school. And then Who's the author of this? I'll have to bookmark it. It sounds interesting. Uh, I'm looking for it for you, actually, because mm. I'm in the Rift waiting page, because that was where it got dumped on me. Ah, mm-hmm. so many of those random uh, <laughs> pre-game chats just, they go all kinds of places. Like learning that there's, mm-hmm. turns out there's five Home Alone movies. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I might have time to go grab a drink. I've been talking for six straight hours in the other game. Yeah, that that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go grab fine. my water really quick to wash down <clears throat> these donuts that I really don't want to do. <laughs> Send them to me. I'll take donuts. That's what I was saying, but she's yes, so far. please. Come have some donuts, guys. <laughs> I have too many donuts. Um, no, you can't have too many donuts. That's not possible. She ordered half a dozen and got a dozen on accident and was too embarrassed yeah. to correct. <laughs> oh, bullshit. I go through like a dozen donuts in like two hours. Oh. Uh, that sounds Who miserable. Who are you? That sounds miserable. What um, are you? Are you human? Probably. <laughs> maybe? Ah, okay, here we are. The Worm Audiobook. By uh, J.C. McRae, also known as Wild Bow or Wild Bow. J.C. Um. Uh, I think I think that's it. Unless me and Parahuman. I'm thinking of a totally different one. It says Parahumans number one. Yep. That's it. Okay. So the book is called Worm. Well, it's the Worm Audio Project. Yeah, it's basically covered many, many, many hours. Uh, and it was two years of twice weekly updates. Oh, it's a web serial. So it's not like a published mm. book or anything, this is like a, a web blog story. Right. Interesting. Web series type thing. It totals roughly one and three quarters million words. Jesus. <laughs> really awkward to say in that way. <laughs> yes. One roughly point... 26 typical novels in length. Jesus. Uh, Similarly, I recently learned about something called football uh... Seventeen seven seventy six, which, okay. which is another web serial, but the entire notion is that it is <clears throat> post 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 apocalyptic, in that <clears throat> like our modern world fell apart, and then this universe has since rebuilt itself and it's post-scarcity and post the problems that come with post-scarcity so it's like looking at all of this in supreme retrospect and it's kind of melancholy and pretty and interesting like one of the first things it mentions is like one lawn that's been 
maintained by robots for thousands of years, and it's like, but no human has stepped on it in like a thousand years. Like it's it's just crazy, and I hear it's very good. 156 hours in the first form audiobook series. Well, that's the first. That's the first chunk, which is Parahumans, and then there's another one after that. Good God. So the 156 hours covers basically the first arc, and it's broken down into chapters and sections, and they use um, a, a combination of people that are that are reading the book. None of it is the author himself, but they'll do they do like anthologies where they'll bring together sometimes 25 mm. or 30 of the other readers to read specific parts in it also. Yeah, so it sounds like a really good fan project to this web serial that's been going on for oh, yeah. a long time. It says it finished in November 2013. Like that's when it ended. <laughs> like it Yes. I'm assuming it it started way earlier than that. Started in 2011. Uh, really? That many words in in full yes. Three or four years, Jesus. Twice week again. <laughs> that is prolific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, to give you I'm some ready. comparison, everyone's ready to go. I'm, I'm good now. All right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, are we ready to go live? Um, we're already live. Are we? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just see the splash screen, and I don't. I have it on mute because I don't want to have an echo. Yeah, I also have it on mute, but somebody was like, so you ordered too many donuts, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, to give you some comparison, um, the longest-running fantasy series is The Wheel of Time, and it's, like, just over four million words. Oh, God. The Wheel of Time is good, too. I have heard that. I have been um, reluctant to get into it, because it is a four million words. Same. Same. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I... I hear it's good, but oh my god, it's so big. It's intimidating. Yeah. And I feel How like many books? Stormlight is going to uh, eventually... 11, I think? Stormlight's 13, gonna... actually. Oh, 13. Ah, oh, man. Yeah. Stormlight's going to be that eventually. Gonna oh, for sure. Oh, no, it's going to overtake it. Um, Very quickly. It's It only yeah. hasn't because it's only three soon-to-be-four books, but if they're all roughly equal in length, it will overtake it. I think someone did the math at some point. I think we even discussed it in one of our pregame sessions. Like, it's going to overtake it in, like, four or five books-ish. Yeah. Because uh, someone did it on Reddit. Yeah, we were enjoying the data spread of, like, word counts of various series and how Stormlight is, like, already well on its way and it's, like, really early in its planned run. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Yeah, like Oathbringer has more words than Lord of the Rings already. Or just Oathbringer does. Yeah, right. Every individual Stormlight Uh, is a trilogy unto itself. As described by... Isn't Oathbringer so good, though? Oh, it is, for sure. Should we just make this a Stormlight stream? Is that what we're going to do? No, no, no. This is... Okay, we need to, like, actually get into (laughs) the game itself. I mean, I'm here for it. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll chat, but I think everyone needs to have read Stormlight for that to be interesting for everybody involved. Yeah. We will make it interesting, sir. I feel, I feel like I'm the odd man out here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're going to explain the entire Stormlight trilogy without any spoilers. That's what we're going to do for entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. five words. Movie title. That would be a very not entertaining stream where the three of us just gush about Stormlight in order. So we retell the story badly. 
<laughs> Isn't that what, like, people talking about fantasy series is? Uh, yeah, right? Like, oh, I love this story very much. Allow me to share it with you, but worse than the book actually is. Yeah. I mean, I've already managed to convert three people since I started reading them by telling things badly. So I converted I my wife's sister and her brother and my brother. Or my wife's sister, her husband, rather, and my brother. Mm. So I've converted three-ish. There might be more. I've I don't gotten, know. I've gotten one person that I know of into it. Uh, okay, okay. We're not a cult. You're slacking. <laughs> We're a fucking cult. <laughs> well, I mean... Call your dad. I mean, Bree's Bree's pretty convinced we're a cult, but she's put the Kool Aid away. She's into it, so like <laughs> we get our throats get sore if we don't drink the Kool Aid from all the talking. Yes, <laughs> and also like you really need to give the person with ADHD a ton of sugar. It really makes things interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's begin. Allow me to make a little mark at my recording. All right. We haven't done nearly enough pre-show. Uh, well, yeah, because we're live. <laughs> hello to the people. Hello, people. Hello, everybody. Hello, people. Hello, and welcome to this very special edition of Do Not Resuscitate, the DNR Fancast. This is a special soap opera one-shot edition with a very special guest, Mark. Say hello. You're supposed to say I thought you were favorite. talking about a special guest. It's just me. <laughs> <laughs> I am the DM we're, Ken. We're talking hard hat and crayon special, so yes, there's there's two we definitions. We only have an echo, guys. Uh, and oh, again? Oh, I feel like this happened last year. Uh, yes, probably. It's not me. Either an echo, or it was like silent for the first half. Uh, Maybe I uh, fixed it. Where's the? We should have fixed it to the stream. Here, let me just post it in our Discord. Oh, it's up. Yeah, we're good. Boop. Okay, fantastic. All right. Back to the intro. Uh, jinx. I am the DM Ken, and joining me is Amy. Yo, I'm Amy, and I'm going to be playing V, the half-orc fighter, who does not speak with that accent. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> you just, just got... now. <laughs> you, you just it got overtaken. It turns out that's always what the Dernhall accent was. She was just repressing it to live in the classy town of Fair Bay. <laughs> yes. Just... just... She just hasn't been living here long enough now. She's right. Oh, I don't even fucking know where I'm from anymore. <laughs> She's ready to win over Louisiana with that darn hollow charm. <laughs> uh, and CJ. Hello, my name is CJ, and I am not a southern mumpkin. <laughs> also, I play uh, Jacoba, the drow bard. Uh, and Ian. Uh, I am Ian. I really wish I could do a hardcore main accent, but I can't. But, uh, so I'm going to play Liam Malseer, a half-elf bard. Are you even a real Mainer? Um, well, I'm living here. Um, and no, because I don't really like Moxie, and I don't really like, uh, Lobster either, so. <laughs> <laughs> How about that chowder? <laughs> uh, I do, actually, I do like chowder. Chowder is good. Um, and, uh, proper Italians, because nobody fucking knows how to make an Italian unless you're in Maine. And last but not least, Rob. Hi, I'm Rob, and I'm going to be playing Hamish Thorlefson, the pretty much misunderstandable Scottish dwarf sorcerer. <laughs> I love him. Oh I totally thought you said Scottish. <laughs> <Hamish>. Scottish. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, today is our special one-shot 
soap opera episode. The events of today's episode are mostly canon, or the characters are mostly canon. The events are sort of canon. The timeline is barely canon. We'll kind of cherry pick and choose based on what sticks and is most fun. So. And someone just died in the background. And that is my wife. She makes noise. Ah. <laughs> so She's streaming in, Megan. Absolutely. So, at, we set the scene today. Allow me to change the map because everyone's looking at the Roll20. We set the scene back at the home offices of Do Not Resuscitate, the private investigation group in this small town of Fairbay who is bored. I'm going to remove Jamie from the little group here because Jamie's not there. Everyone's bored. It's been an amount of time since your last job. It's an indeterminate but undoubtedly boring amount of time. And it's roughly evening in the day. Everyone's sitting around the the main little office area, and it's boring. I mean, I turned off chat. Oh, no, that, that's CJ. CJ's yep. hosting the screen. That's CJ. <laughs> I, CJ, turn off chat, chat, you shit. <laughs> I can see the chat, and I try my be- <laughs> very best not to laugh out loud at the peanut gallery. <laughs> yeah, I closed it so I could, like... Not lose my shit. So, again, re-establishing. We are in the offices. Everybody is bored of their mind. It's been way too long since your last job. And we will just kick things off right away. We enter Orin. A dwarf. Bursts in through the front door. Uh, the oh. offices of DNR. You, as you enter through the front door, you see a little gnome who's filing her nails with her feet kicked up on the desk. She looks up. Who wants to know? She's a gnome. I might have said dwarf. I don't remember. How <laughs> dare you? She's a gnome. She is a gnome. She's a glorious gnome. She's, yeah, she's the receptionist. She looks, she looks at this dwarf with contempt. No, that's just her normal face. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Job. All right, well, this is where I needed to go. Yeah, this is the place. What do you need? It's a missing person. It's very important. I, I, I need, I need help. All right, and she just are not qualified to help you, sir. <laughs> she just okay. nods to the back and goes back to filing her nails. Directly behind her, there is a door that leads to the greater offices. Uh, you said wait. What time of day it is? Is it? Is it's it? evening time. Words. Evening time around supper time. Around yes. All right. I presume Liam and Jeremy are doing their usual routine, cooking up a wonderful meal. Yes. And it smells delicious. Does it, though? Uh, It always smells delicious, Amy. (laughs) (laughs) He is a chef. How dare you? So, the dwarf... If you don't like it, the door is probably behind you. I don't know where you are. (laughs) (laughs) There's always a door behind you. Yeah. There's a door behind you if you're determined enough, yes. <laughs> I, think Oron, I, I think Oron would look around, and if he didn't see anyone else, uh, he would kind of just look at her as he's heading towards that other door. Um, is that door open already? Yes. So you pass through okay. that door, and you enter into what looks to be a, a general all-purpose bar meeting kitchen area, and... Standing in the far back is a skeleton and and a man cooking a meal. It smells wonderful, by the way. It's an incredible 
I, I don't even know what they're cooking, but it smells great. What is he cooking? I think, oh, I don't know. Uh, let's do uh, let's do like a carbonara or something. Bang. So there'd be pasta. You'd have um, I mean it's probably yeah pork belly and eggs and cheese and it's delicious. Fantastic. So. And there's a dwarf sitting at a table with a giant stack of letters, which he appears to be writing out responses to. And oh, beside no. the dwarf is probably, like, this pretty tall and beefy uh, half-orc who's, like, every once in a while throwing in comments and suggestions for the responses to the letters. Um, it's debatable whether or not she's being helpful. She has, like, a little mouse sitting on her she, shoulder, probably. Or no, Cheddar's always She is always helpful. Speaking mm-hmm. of which, I do have a new letter for Hamish. Ooh. Hamish is excited. Allow me to send you the letter. I was thinking we can get to this later, or we can get to it now. Since you said you were already working on it, we could do it now. But Oron walks in and sees this uh, group of people. You see a half-orc sitting near a dwarf. The dwarf is working on a pile of letters, uh, and... And there's the cooks in the back. I believe Jacoba, the drow, was probably sulking somewhere. Just head down on the bar, waiting for dinner to get done. So Oron would walk in the door and and kind of look around and say, "Um, I, I, I guess you're, I guess you're DNR." Liam uh, would probably shout over his shoulder, "I guess we are." Henshaw would up and say, "Which one of us is D and which is R? I've never worked that out." Okay, but which one's the end, Hamish? That's the real question. Let's see if there's Hamish, and D, and Jacoba, and Liam. We don't have a D, N, or R. Unless it's Hamish, D, Thorleipson. No. Maybe we should be H, V, J, J, L. Jeremy starts scratching his chin. Too many letters. Too hard to say, Hamish. I don't know. I think it just kind of rolls off the tongue. How do you even H-E-G-G-L. pronounce it? What was the question? Who's the D, who's the N, and who's the R in DNR? It's a U, so that doesn't make any sense at all. H-B-J-J-L. What's it even pronounced? Is it just pronounced Hamish? Yeah, and everything. He never talked about how he spells it. He never talked about the spelling. It's fine. That is true. That is true. Like that's how you spell Hamish, and everything is silent except the H. (laughs) Got a lot of those letters with lines through it. (laughs) (laughs) It's got lots of dots and 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 curly cues in it. There are a couple of umlauts at the end. They just—they're not on top of anything. They're just at the end. There's just a couple floating dots. It it descends into Braille somewhere. Yeah. So, the dwarf walks in, asks, "Who is is this DNR?" And Hamish asks this very philosophical question, <laughs> which spurs on a conversation <laughs> that goes totally off the rails, as usual. On brand. Like, I mean, yeah. yeah, that's pretty typical. It's something important's about to happen, and then it gets immediately derailed with some off-topic conversation done in character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right, and everyone looks at them weird, except nobody's here except Oron, who probably is looking at them very weird. 
<laughs> yeah, I think he's just looking back and forth between each person they talk, trying to figure out who's in charge. And finally, he's going to walk over to uh, the one person that hasn't said anything, which I think is Jeremy. And yeah. And say, are, 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 are you in charge? I mean, assuming you're okay with approaching a, a skeleton. I mean, he is the highest ranking person here. That, that yeah, is true. that's not untrue. <laughs> I don't even have a rank. So, so long as Oron's not rank anymore. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so long as Oron isn't weirded out by J- Jeremy being a skeleton. I don't use my voice. <clears throat> I don't have any water. Well, I think when he first got a good look at him, he'd probably jump up like, "Ooh, wow, man, you need a you need a cheeseburger." Uh, <laughs> put on some weight. <laughs> I, I, I'm guessing since you're the quiet one, that makes you in charge. I've got a job, and it's got to get done. It's very important, and I'm in a pickle. I need your help. Uh, Jeremy will grab the piece of paper, look at it, and then hand it to Hamish. Here you go. I think this is a job for you. Oh, good. And he'll immediately. Yeah, some being traffic pickles is right up Hamish's alley. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So, the job, very simply, is that a party member of his, a fellow by the name of... Oh, what was it? I had it written down. <laughs> a fellow by the name of Nicholas has gone missing. After following, following the advice of the Dear Hamish letters posted on the job board. <coughs> oh. Hmm. That's... That seemed like a job for me to fix, because I may have caused the problem. Hey, you know what? Uh, job security there, Hamish. Uh, what, is the, what does the letter say, buddy? Uh, <clears throat> dear Hamish. Have I got the right letter? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just sent it to you. <laughs> but is that the right letter? What is it? Did you send yeah, him the right letter? You can't remember what should they give it. Dear Hamish, I met a girl recently... She's funny and beautiful, and we pretty much hit it off right away. If this was any other girl, I would take my time, make my move, confident there'd be no problems. That seems like the right move. But there is a problem. She's my co-worker's ex. Ah, he kind of ditched her after a whole messed up situation of some kind. The details are unclear. And I think she could do much better. I'm pretty sure he's an alcoholic. Problem is... He's doing his best to win her back. B, well, did you write the letter? <laughs> Why would I write a letter to Hamish? I work with him. That seems silly. Normally, I wouldn't view this guy as competition, but they have a history. I'm sure that I would be a better choice for her, but I'm worried that their past relationship will close her judgment. Should I hurry up my pursuits, or do I continue as normal and hope that she makes the right choice? Look forward to hearing your advice, Greeny. Oh, Greeny again. Yes. Uh, you know what? It's... Wait, B's written two letters in? Wait, did we already cover this letter? <laughs> no. I didn't think so. <laughs> was there somebody else named Greeny? I thought we had someone else named Greeny. I don't think there was another Greeny. <laughs> there was a brown thumb. And B did not write this letter. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's something that seems awfully familiar about this situation, but I can't quite put my thumb on it. Uh, sorry, where are your other fingers? Oh, okay. And he'll, like, take his ring finger and poke the letter with it. Nope, nope, can't put my ring finger on it either. 
Okay, right. then my question is, what does this letter have to do with this guy? And he's going to point up at Oron. <laughs> and Oron's going to gonna look down, and, and you, you'll see him, and he looks like he's thinking really hard, and he's going to come back. Wait, wait a minute. You're, are you Hamish? The, the Hamish? From Dear Hamish? Oh, something on his on fire, oh, Hamish. Up his chest and be like, I, it's me. This is amazing. Uh, I was trying to start a fan club for you in, in Whitehedge. Um, I never thought I'd actually be in front of you, but you've got to help me. You're the whole reason Nicholas left. I followed your advice to the letter. And I, I don't know about this other letter, but it sounds like they need your help, too. Nicholas, you're going to have to remind me. I answer a lot of mail. And so he's going to reach into his uh, he's going to reach into his pouch and he's going to pull out this the letter. And it, you actually can see that there's two different sets of writing on it. Um, and uh, he's like, well, no, no, I've got your letter right here. Um, it says, Dear Oron Browntum, uh, it seems to me that you have some unrequited feelings going on here. And if you just want to smash the elven spellcaster in the name of your god, then you need to let him know how you feel. And that's what I did. Right. And then, and then, and then what? Did he get smashed or did he leave? He got really flustered, and I thought I was going to solve everything, because the whole problem was it was this, this weird situation where uh, it was him and Mila and Miri, and uh, it just it was too much work to try and keep it straight. So I followed you advice. Next thing I know... I get up in the morning, he's gone. And all he's left is a couple of poems behind. <clears throat> and the girl said, no matter what, I have to fix this. And I didn't know where else to turn but to come to DNR. I didn't realize you actually work for DNR. This is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, you know, Dorf's got to keep busy. Um, right. So, you followed the advice. It didn't work out quite as I'd planned. And now you want to find Nicholas and, and what? Have the, the sort out the girls? How about we find Nicholas, sit down with the girls and Nicholas and yourself and have a big group session and work out uh, exactly what is going on uh, and whether Nicholas should, you know... Uh, sort things out with the girls or go off with you and smash stuff and uh, yeah uh, I'm sure there's a lot to talk out and it sounds like that would be something that your group could use where are the girls by the way told me that if I don't come back with Nicholas I shouldn't come back at all so they're sitting at the bar getting drunk right smart Smart girls. <clears throat> yeah, they sound like really, really uh, intelligent girls. <laughs> and very attractive, too. <laughs> Super attractive. Especially that one named Miri. Sounds like a real... Uh... <laughs> sounds like a real winner. <laughs> Super competent. Great. Really the whole package. You know what? Maybe she's too good for that, Nicholas. <laughs> I mean, it could be, but he's got just beautiful, beautiful hair. And, and he likes to remind us of it a lot. Well, mm-hmm. he did. It's, it's, it's hard to compete with beautiful hair. Yeah. So, that sounds like we can uh, do a bit of uh, uh, work in both camps right now, then. We can do sort out some advice. Uh, uh, I can work my Hamish magic, and uh, first of all, we just have to go and find this necklace. So... 
he disappeared overnight. Where was that? Well, we were we were camping on the outskirts. We we're getting ready to come in. We, it, it was a long it was a long ride in. Um, so we're right outside of town. Oh, so not far then. Although we've said that before, the last time I think we said not far, it took us like two days to get there in a hurricane, but... <laughs> why is there always a hurricane when we're traveling, by the way? Um, fireworks outside of my house, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah, yes, I see. <laughs> it all makes sense now. Couldn't be clear. Yeah. I Double enlightenment. I'm the two crew, so... <sighs> Worst luck in Terry at that bunch. <laughs> Every time we get into a combat, Hurricane comes along. I don't know what to tell you. Mm-hmm. Gotta go further inland. Yeah. That must be it. We're too close to the coast. <laughs> 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 Screw it. Let's ditch her. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, and go live in the zombie-infested woods. It'll be great. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll move HBJJL offices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We'll get a more central location so we could break out to other towns. Mm-hmm. Though travel. I suggest we don't go to Dern Hollow. Um, that's just like my opinion. That's all I'm gonna say. For no particular Why? reason. No particular reason. Just let's not go to Dern Hollow. Is this is this the thing where like bad stuff will happen if we go to Dern Hollow? Do we need to make you a disguise? Can we make you a disguise for Dern Hollow? Let's go to Dern Hollow and find out. <laughs> you really think you're gonna disguise me in Dern Hollow? I mean, I'm always up for a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, pull out your disguise kit. <laughs> you know, right. I did hear about this trick, though. If you go into Dern Hollow, don't disguise yourself at all and just tell everyone that you're your own sister. Oh, yeah. The only problem is everybody in Dern Hollow knows I'm an only child. Long lost sister. Boom. Separated at birth, maybe. Mm. Indeed. Okay, mm-hmm. we are getting off track again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, business as usual. So, Nicholas, outside of town, disappeared, so he's been gone for, what, a day? Probably less than that, even. <laughs> he's been gone for, like, 25 minutes. A <laughs> couple oh, hours. <laughs> you know, give someone a head start of more than a couple of hours, and they could be, I don't know, in, well... Darn hollow by the time we catch up with him. Mm, can Looks like we're going to Darn Hollow. <laughs> it takes longer than that to get to Darn Hollow, guys. Came here as well, fast as I could. Alright, allow me to pull out my Adventurer's Guide to Theria Volume 1 Alara to look at the encounter tables for this region. <laughs> Available now. And it's in the raffles for the charity. Oh, nice. Yeah. Two and what charity is that, Ken? Oh, it's the Extra Life Charity for Theriacon. We are currently at $4,081 of our goal of 5000 and CJ here is going to get a tattoo if we reach 5000 Yep. I already got my head shaved, now I'm waiting to... Wait to <laughs> uh. If he gets the Bridge 4 tattoo, though, it has to be on his forehead. We know that, right? No, no, no. Put it on his shoulder <laughs> where the patch would normally go. Yeah, isn't that what... Um... Captain? Oh yes, because we want we want him to match a certain somebody in the series that we won't talk about. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Not tapped. No, we all know who we hate. <laughs> I, I know who he's talking about. Um, Actually, you know what? On second thought, yes, CJ should get it there. Wow. 
I feel like I feel like a lot of employers would frown upon, um, you know, a tattoo on the forehead, especially one shash. I was gonna say especially I mean, sash tattoos, but that's besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back on topic. Uh, now that we've lost all our listeners, uh, yeah, all <laughs> one of them. Only one person's even commented. <laughs> I mean, there's there's 12 people viewing the stream. There was 14 earlier, though, so I don't know what that says about everything. It was 11 when I last looked, so I, if anything, we're uh, going up. At this okay. rate, if we streamed for eight straight hours, it might go up to 14. That would be crazy. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm one of the 12, so... Me too. I'm also one of the 12. <laughs> I am also one of the 12. All right, so we really... So out of those 12, we only have, like, seven. So it's pretty much Andy. Say hi, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's officially our biggest fan. Our our own well, he's he's our biggest fan now because Mark's in the call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Davis busy with his own game, so yes, perfect. All right. So the party has been BSing for several minutes. Uh, <laughs> Oren has given, or yeah, Oren said that. It's been a couple hours-ish since Nicholas has gone missing. And so you could go on, on the actual job, or you could just hang out. And Oren's on his own. <laughs> Us do a job. <laughs> so what you'll notice is that as you're sitting here talking, Oren has kind of swiveled his way into a seat at the table, and he's just rapidly watching <laughs> the whole conversation go back and forth. Um, I, I mean, think... we got nothing else going on after supper, so might as well help this well, guy. I don't think Hamish ever actually gave like a response to the letter he got. No, he didn't. <laughs> mm. We we have to get back to that later when we get back from this little job here. Mm. And I was looking. I have all of the letters saved, by the way. And no, we had no greenie previously. That's this is new. Oh, we didn't. Nope. I have got like one document. That's all of the letters ever given. Not that I've transcribed the answers. Anonymous letter is from a new anonymous person. Yes. I should really right. transcribe all of the answers so I can like craft a little tertiary story from it. <laughs> <laughs> and see where Isn't that, that goes. what we're doing right now? <laughs> I mean, yes, for for this one particular letter. Mm-hmm. So, uh, is everyone just going to hang out and sit down and... <laughs> Continue BSing while Oren sits down watching like a fangirl. I'm, I'm gathering my stuff because we're going to go find Nicholas. I, I imagine he's like got his head, like his his head rested in both hands. <laughs> I'm going to make sure to collect both my sons for this journey. Yes, of course. You have to gather Cheddar and Chappie, the sentient mouse and the sentient axe. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> How are my boys? How are they doing? They're doing fantastic. Cheddar's very happy awesome. to, to go into his little special pouch, and Chappie is perfectly comfortable in the usual hilt that he always was in. Yes, yes. He's just happy to be part of the team. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, all right. So, stepping outside, gathering all of your things, uh, there is a bit of a commotion. Allow me to move the map over to Fair Bay. Just for reference, which I assume Mark is looking at the streams. You can see the maps. They're mostly just for reference. 
So there's a bit of a commotion that everyone can hear. And relative to DNR, it sounds kind of distant. But it's coming roughly from the plaza direction. Commotion in the plaza, you say? In that direction. DNR is kind of off the beaten path. Why why is there always commotion in the plaza? That's where everything Because where else are you going to create? Like, you need a big open space to create commotion. Yeah, yeah, you're not gonna have. You're not gonna make a scene in the market. That's it's too tight. Or in like a random alleyway. I mean, I feel like the cemetery is the best place for a commotion, but like that's just me. Well, it could be the cemetery. That's basically the same direction as the plaza. Funny you should say that. <laughs> Turns out. Turns out that's actually where the commotion is. So after waffling for a while after getting the job and after eating. A lovely supper, which I assume Oron was included on. Uh, yes. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. We're not just going to eat in front of him like, oh my god, this is so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, We're all staring at him, like, unblinkingly as we eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll help you find your friend, but hang on. <laughs> just making hard eye contact, like, yeah, 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 your problems are important to us. Anyway. <laughs> but after supper, important. <laughs> <laughs> so, heading past the plaza, it is now getting into nighttime, dusk ish. There is a commotion, not a super loud commotion, but definitely a commotion in the cemetery. And in the cemetery, there is a gathering of a, a circle of a dozen or so uh, young people that are all wearing capes. And, oh no! And no. everyone <laughs> rec- recognizes this group from a previous encounter, actually where you first met Jimmy, which was fun. Oh, okay. <laughs> everyone is caught on immediately to what's happening. No! <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. I forgot I had something planned today, and I just have to go. <laughs> <laughs> So, he immediately turns around and leaves the plaza. <laughs> and she's like, you know what? Never mind. We're going to Durn Hollow. <laughs> no, you know what? Durn Hollow was the best place for me. You're right, guys. <laughs> uh, all right. So there is a circle of young adults all wearing capes in the middle of the cemetery, making some sort of noise. So are, is everyone just going to march up to this? Are you going to try and... Uh, like I a see no reason for us to deal with this. Eavesdrop. No, Hamish is just going to go marching up to the first one and say, Is your name Nicholas? <laughs> and that first one is going to flinch at Hamish's sudden intrusion. People normally don't enter the cemetery of their own free will, much less bother these this group. And th- this person goes, uh, um, no, uh, are you looking for for him? I, 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 I any of you Nicholas? No, no, there's no Nicholas in this group. And the the person like parts the group a little bit and points at the center of the circle and says, "You think that might be him?" And there is a there's an elf man with beautiful luxurious hair, fainted on the ground with his the back of his hand on his forehead, and standing over him are two more young adults in capes and Susie also in a cape. What? What the fuck is happening? Oh no, I know what's happening. <laughs> oh no. Do you? Uh, I do. I know exactly what's happening, Ken. <laughs> so which one of us has amnesia? 
And and so while Hamish will look over to their new friend and 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 be like, "Is that Nicholas?" And the it, they just shrug. Uh, it, they just they walked in frantic and then they passed out and now we're worried if they're if he's okay. Okay, hang on a minute. And he's going to turn back and call to the call out to the rest of them. He's going to be like, "Eh, uh, Orin, is this your friend?" Or Orin will come up. Uh, uh, yes. I, I guess I should have looked a little harder for him, but I, I had no idea where he went. How did you find him so quickly? You really are as smart as you are in your letters. Ah, uh, you know, it's just, you know, instinct, really. <laughs> you know, it's that, it's that superior dwarven breeding. That's, that's what it is. Well, that that's does the... help. <laughs> yeah, superior dwarven breeding does help. Uh, uh, okay. Um... Well, Liam's going... Pretty sure I'm trained in medicine. No, I'm not, but um, uh, Liam's going to see if he is, like, dead uh, or just unconscious. Uh, Yes, feel free. He's dead. (laughs) Four. Uh, Yeah, you don't see any motion, you don't see any breathing. I poke him with a stick, he he doesn't move. He conveniently died in a dramatic fainting pose. So if you start if you start poking at him, uh, the the two people or the so the the two people, not including Susie, in the middle of the group are uh, a human man and a human woman. And it's, if Liam starts to like poke at this elf guy, uh, <laughs> like the the boy, the man will be like, I say, man, he's seventeen. <laughs> the the boy will go, hey hey no, don't do that. You, you don't know what condition he's in. You don't want to move him. Hey, listen, this is a really good way to find out if someone is dead or unconscious, and he is clearly one of those two. Oh, but what if he's injured? You don't want to make things worse. Uh, that is very true. I'll give you that one. Um, do you have any idea what you're doing? Uh, well, not about this specifically, no, but I, I know many things. Neither do I, so we're in the same boat here, and I feel like what I'm doing is safe. Yeah, well, no, no. Oron is or, going to walk up and, and kneel down next to next to Nicholas and uh, and, and just cradle his head. Say, Nicholas, I, I I never meant for you to have this happen to you. I was just trying to follow the best advice I had. And and everyone's just going to like look awkwardly around. Um, <laughs> and one of the circle is going to like elbow the man in the middle. Hey, man, like. Dude, they're, they're like in our little space. We should. What, what's going on? And and the man will go. Um, <clears throat> who are you anyway? Who are you guys? We're the, we we saw Susie, right? So the moment you say who are you guys, the man will billow out his cape and say, "I'm so glad you asked." Oh no, I'm not. Immediately, <laughs> right asking this question. <laughs> I saw the cape below, and you know what? I don't want to know anymore. <laughs> and on the insides of his cape, you see the M oh. that you saw etched on in graffiti on the tombstone so long ago. So long ago in in our human time. In game, it was like maybe a month. <laughs> so that you see the the curly Q fancy M it says, "We are the blazing doom of the void." 
We serve and follow the, the teachings okay, of... Okay, V wants to punch him in the face. Please do. <laughs> v just really... Like, the minute like, that name leaves his mouth, she's just going <laughs> to knock him in the face. <laughs> just pop him right in the like, face. So deadpan, he, expressionless, like... No. Yeah, yeah, so he's, he's clearly ready, like, revving up to go into this whole spiel, and then she just pops him right in the nose. He's like, ow! Ow! Ah! <coughs> ow! Why? What the hell? I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I don't even know. Just something about your face is really punchable. <laughs> uh, he's, uh, he's, he's pinching his nose and til- tilting his head back. Oh, God. Uh, why would you do that? I was just, uh, damn it. I was really feeling it with that one, too. Yeah. Uh, um, listen, somebody gets revved up for a dramatic speech I don't care about. I'm going to pop him in the face. <laughs> Ask these guys. This is going to point back at, like, <laughs> Liam and Jacoba. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely, totally, 100% true. <laughs> also, don't ask her to punch you in the face. Oh, I'll make you harder. And, and then uh, Susie will step up to V and be like, wait, wait, well, that was rude. He was about to go into a speech, and his speeches are pretty great. Uh, I'm sorry, Susie. Since when did you wander around with these guys, though? And she goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. My name's not Susie. I don't know who, what you're talking about. What do you mean your name's not Susie? We, we, and she's gonna look back at the group like, am I cr- like, you're Susiana? And Susie billows out her cape <laughs> in the exact same fashion as the previous person. I know. She goes, my name is Panic Stormchapel. It is the name given to me by my friends here. All right, so you're Panic Stormchapel and Mister Doom of the Void over here. No, 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 that's uh, the name of the group. You didn't even let him introduce himself. His name don't is. Don't start again. His name is Gloom Blackstrand. Right. Okay. Uh, all right. So, Susie, I'm just going to call you Susie because no, 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 no. And uh, Mr. Blackfoot over here. Uh, I'm I'm Hamish, the famous Ask Hamish of uh, HBJJL. Uh, and don't stick out a hand. And she'll scratch her head a little bit. Um. Okay. Hi, shakes hands. Right. Okay. Great. Okay, but this is weird because we've already met. No, I don't. Does nobody else realize this? Am I alone here? No, no, no. That's why I'm calling her Susie because I can't remember two names for the same person. It's just it's too much. I can't remember one name for the same person most of the time. So I'm right there with you, Hamish. Yeah, me too. I. <laughs> <laughs> I think something might have happened to Susiana, and it affected her memory. Oh, it's probably a head wound. Oh, it's a point, but, like, whatever. I'm not going to say that out loud. Oh. Or it's both. <laughs> oh, my gosh, it's a twin with amnesia. Amy's <laughs> <laughs> just going to turn around to, to V and be like, if, if she's a head wound, you didn't punch her in the face, did you? I would, no, I did not punch Susiana in the face. I would not. Because we are friends. I don't know. You like that punching people in the face. getting punched in the face. <laughs> you, you did ask. Yes, but I would not punch Susiana in the face. What yeah. about if Susiana asked to be punched in the face and you'll turn back and be like, do you want to be punched in the face? Uh, well, no. No, thanks. I, I'll pass. She's really good at it. She is. I can vouch for that one. I uh, I saw. I bore witness, and it was incredible. Oh, I, hey, wait. 
does the guy that you punched in the face uh, have his memories still? Um, hey, you still remember anything? And he's still punching his nose? Uh, yeah, I remember everything. Why? Yeah, so I don't think I'm punching hard enough to knock memories out of people's heads. Also, uh, like, you should work you on that. Test- and- <laughs> yeah. well, I need to find out. What was the next line of your speech? No, don't do it, bud. Don't do it. <laughs> when she mean mugs him, he, he like, immediately deflates, like, ah, didn't matter that much anyway. It's fine. Ah, uh, see, he's got head injuries forgotten already. Hamish is going to got a good point. <laughs> what, okay, what was the next line of your speech and only the next line? And he looks nervously between Hamish and V. Um, she won't hit you this time. He'll take a step and behind the uh, the woman that was with him and is like handed him a little handkerchief. And she goes, "We follow the teachings of Malchus Grimness." And she's like super not interested. <laughs> we follow the teachings of Malchus Grimness, and he is taught by from the. From the signing of the treaty to the extermination of the, the warforged, Malchus has taught us by example that not only governmental powers are wrong, but they should be thwarted and they're evil for their greater good. Hamish stamps on his foot. On the guy's foot? <laughs> yeah, it's going to stamp on his foot. And he's going to be like, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. I don't know why I had the sudden urge to do that. <laughs> and he goes, I wasn't even the one talking. <laughs> V looks very proud. <laughs> so he takes a couple steps back and he goes to sit down, like on, like he leans against a, a tomb, a headstone somewhere, and he's ho- holding the handkerchief. It's slowly gaining red. And, and and Susie goes, "Oh, that was uncalled for." I mean, yeah, she, she didn't give like as as good of a speech as as he normally does, but. Like, but he's he's got a gift, you know. He's got a gift for giving giving speech. His his oratory skills are unmatched. And uh, panic storm chapel, or no, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no, her, her her name Desire Fallenbridge. She's uh, <laughs> she's uh, she's not as strong an orator as uh, she's more there for support for for gloom, Mister Blackstrand. <laughs> I I have to say I delight in everyone's sounds of disgust. This is fantastic. This is exactly what I was going for. So bad. I it, hate every part of this. It's so perfect. Much. Working as intended. <laughs> You're like, oh, suddenly a bunch of teenagers just disappeared overnight, and no one knows what happened to them, and no yeah. one. No. The bloodstains in the cemetery don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, nobody particularly cared either. <laughs> Nope. Hey, Choppy's time to put you to work. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Okay. Okay. We, I don't even remember why we're here now. And I've, oh The uh, fainted person is why we're here, right. um, which is it. what we were commissioned to do. Yeah. And, and we did it. Uh, we found him. We Hooray. Found him. <laughs> now what? I mean, your job was to find him. He's been found, but Susie doesn't recognize you. Right. Okay. You all, I'm just going to gesture to the cape weirdos. Have a good day. Susie, you should come with us. We're going to find a healer and figure out what's going on with your head. 
Um, uh, sure. And she looks over the, to the group. Uh, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow night, guys. And they all. Uh, she's met by a murmur of like, "Yeah, okay, later. See you later, Panic." <laughs> that that's in character. That's just. <laughs> I will have you know. By the way, all of these names are straight up taken from tiefling name generators. This is just what their names are. <laughs> mm. The hell. So extra. What the hell? Okay, so I guess if they so I guess they start walking away, and you know as they do, uh, V's gonna turn to Susie and be like. Okay, so what's the last thing you remember, Susie? Well, um, so I woke up a couple days ago, right? And mm-hmm. so I was in this tavern, mm-hmm. and I guess people recognized me there. Mm. But I didn't know them, so I wandered around for a little bit, and then the Blazing Doom of the Void took me in, and they gave me a new name, and they've been super nice. Right. Okay. Woke up in tavern, didn't remember anything. That would probably be... Honorable Pillow. The Honorable Pillow. Okay. Oh. And then she's going to stop and look at the rest of the group. Wait, do we... Have we even met a doctor in town before? Or a cleric, I mean? I... Yes, we've met clerics. I'm dumb. We're leaving the place with a cleric. <laughs> I was oh going to say, <laughs> you're at the temple. <laughs> like, you know, the most likely place to find a healer. <laughs> We can like do a lap around the building if if you need to get your bearings there. Uh, well, none of you wanted to correct me. Maybe V's the one with with that. amnesia. Like you walk around the block and then you find the temple and go, "Hey, look, a temple!" Yeah. Don't take your pots. Bring your medicine. She's walking. I imagine they start. Hey, we're just searching through the back. See if he happens to have a cleric in there because he just wasn't sure. I mean, I mean, I was almost thinking that you were gonna like pull out a piton and think and suggest that like maybe a lobotomy would help. <laughs> so, so what I imagine happens is like she starts marching her away from the, the, the cemetery because she's just so eager to get away from those assholes. And we're all just stops and is like, oh my god, I'm dumb, and then turns her back around and starts heading for the temple. <laughs> uh, I'll give I'll give that one to me, and I bet like Lee would at least be like standing there, like with his arms crossed, kind of waiting for her to like register what she's doing. And I'm like, I'll yeah, just I'll- give this a second. Hold on. Yeah, I, and so she turns back around and she sees that she's gonna scowl at him and be like, "That's the kind of face that gets punched, Liam." <laughs> <laughs> so. In all of this, is Oron also uh, bringing Nicholas into the the temple? Yeah, I think Oron would uh, would be helping him up and into the temple, you know, carrying him in gingerly. Yes, he's definitely alive, but he's unconscious. So, entering the temple with party Oron, Nicholas, and Susie. So, you enter the temple. How, how distraught is V over this? I mean, I don't know that she's distraught necessarily. Like, she's probably just more annoyed right now at the what the blazing, blazing bloom of the bloid, whatever. Um, <laughs> the blue blazes. The blue blazes uh, over there. Fucking um, <laughs> Blazing bloom of Lloyd. Who's Lloyd? Oh God, I don't even know anymore. Uh, 
So, um, she's not super distraught, but she is like looking around for a cleric, like, let's get this fixed because like we were on a good track, and like I don't want that track to be knocked off its track because <laughs> so much work has gone into this stuff, this relationship so far. We we gotta um, fix this. <laughs> yes. Alright. So you find a cleric. And we find a cleric. So you find a cleric. And the cleric steps up and and says uh, and basically immediately recognizes that Nicholas is not in good shape. He's he's all limp and and unconscious. So uh, yeah, the, they'll immediately yes, points says he's limp and unconscious. I know, right? <laughs> so they run over and they you see them uh, do a couple diagnostic checks, open his eye, cast a little light spell towards it, and the cleric turns the aura on and goes, "I think he's fine." He didn't hit his head. I think he just fainted. Mm, Kim at all. Oh, no, he, he must have been under. He must have been under a great deal of stress. This is all my fault. But that's that's not like Nicholas at all. He, he's a tough soul. Hmm. Well, make sure he gets plenty of rest. And once he's in a safe place, give him this. And she hands Oren a little vial of smelling salts. Like they they should wake him right up. But if you do that now while he's standing, he might fall over and actually hurt himself. Well, we can't have that. So I appreciate your your time and your help. Uh, this means a great deal to me. And she, and she gives a little bow and says, alright, so if that'll be all. She looks over to the party. Is there anything else I can help you with? Uh, yes. My friend Susie here seems to have lost her memory a couple of days ago and nobody knows why or how and we would really love if you could like fix that. Oh, well, that's that's no good. Usually that comes about from like a, a head injury or a, a concussion or something. So, all right, well, I, well, Miss, if you would please come lay down and there's like a little examining bench there, and says so he's like, yeah, sure, whatever. She shrugs, <laughs> she goes lay down, and the cleric uh, uh, waves her hands around and her hands glow with a spell, and as as soon as the glow winks out, she flinches and goes, oh. Oh no, this is terrible. Everything okay? What is it? I mean, obviously not because you're saying terrible, and I don't love the the use of the word terrible right now. And she looks at Susie, and she looks at the party, and she nods to, like, go to the next room over. She says, follow me. She walks over. I mean, uh, uh, we'll be right back, Susie. Uh, Follow the cleric. Susie starts to look a little panicked. She, and the, the cleric will, like, be looking at the floor. Says, "I don't know how to say this, but she has brain worms." Uh, what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry what? Done. <laughs> done. 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 <laughs> lightning. Lightning. <laughs> so. I know, right? So the cleric says, brain, "Brain worms. It's they're they're a, a deadly parasite. A uh, I have no idea how in the world she she got it, but that's like it, it'll affect the brain function. It's a, it's incredible that she's walking around at all, but." She she can't have more than a couple days to live. Okay, well, what's the what's like the cure? Uh, it requires some like ultra rare ingredients that we don't have. I doubt anywhere in town. Okay, so obviously we need to introduce ourselves because you have not recognized us on site. We are HVJJL, formerly known as DNR. Um, this is and... kind of our shtick. We find people, we do things, we take jobs. So if you give us that list of ingredients, we'll go find the ingredients. You can cure Susie, and we can all be on our happy-go-lucky way. Well, I'm, I'm sorry to say that, like, the ingredients aren't that easy to find. 
This is oh, that's all right. That's what we thought. But Nicholas, and we found him in record time. We're good at finding things. Mm-hmm. He's got a point there. Well, I'm sorry to say that, like, the ingredients are needed that are needed are, are from like the other side of the continent. You couldn't get there and back in two days unless you could teleport hundreds, thousands of miles. Guys, I'm starting to feel punchy. Uh, don't punch the doctor. Yeah, don't punch the doctor. She's gonna turn around and sock Jacoba in the arm. <laughs> Cleans him out. Get on, doctor! Come on! <laughs> or like in the uh, first Avengers, just Hulk punching Thor out of shot. <laughs> yeah. The Oron looks up. Wow, she's a she's a feisty one. I like her. <laughs> Yeah, the, uh, the, the go for it. The only other option is a very high level healing spell, and none of us here are are capable of it. So un- unless you have uh, unless you have uh, herbs that are native to near Camp Icebreaker, or you know a cleric who's capable of very high level healing magic, I I don't think there's anything we can do. Uh, um, well, clearly. We need to scour the town for that mysterious high-level cleric that we didn't know was here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds like our top priority right now. Wait, what happened to... You know what my memory's like. Didn't we have, like, some, you know, high-level zombie clerics wandering about before? I think we killed them all, Hamish. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That was a different timeline. Uh, Well, that was this timeline. Just when that happened is a little hazy. Also, Hamish was the one who killed them. (laughs) In an episode that is not yet edited or out. (laughs) And I need to fix that. I need to to go on an editing. Spoiler! I need to go on an... Spoiler! See how this this happens! I need to go on an editing, like, marathon. (laughs) Um... They call that a flashback. Yeah, flashback. <laughs> Wait, didn't we know some clerics? Yeah, Hamish, you killed them. That's a very soap opera uh, flashback, to be honest. He kind of looks off into the distance, and his vision goes kind of wavy. And doodly doo, doodly doo. I believe you need to come back and say something completely random, uh, uh, Scrubs. Yes. Rosebud. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So where are we gonna find? We gotta find some herbs from way off north or cleric in two days. Uh, well, I think let's get a crackalagon because we ain't got time to waste. Trouble. Everyone, gotta, like choppy chop for kicks. Everyone may roll an investigation check. Oh, you know how good I am at those, Ken. Look. You know those are really my my, my specialty, huh? <laughs> Bring it, B. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. I quit on the second one. Oh, Lord. I actually have a good investigation skill, but not when I roll in that one. <laughs> I'm right Jacoba there with the digits. <laughs> I mean, that's impressive. Oh, no. Jacoba's our only hope. <laughs> Jacoba is your only hope. And... Guess what he finds? All the herbs. He finds all the herbs. He finds Susie. What? I'm sorry. What? what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> She's standing right here, though. 
Yeah, she was. Okay, that's not impressive. She was in the next room over. <laughs> Here's the thing. She's laying down on the bed in in the temple, and he steps out. And after a couple hours of asking around for a cleric, he sees Susie in the plaza, just wandering around, minding her own business. Like like the normal Susie that we know. Yeah, she's not wearing a cape. That capey McWeirdo. Is Hamish with him? Sure, why not? Are, are, any, are all of us with him? Or are we all? I like, mean, considering thinking? everybody failed at their investigation, I think everyone's plan was: uh, Jacoba looks like he knows what he's doing. Let's follow him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jacoba looks like he's got this. He's the only one who confidently. He's the only one who confidently walked in any direction and like, wow, I think he knows something. Let's go. So nobody yeah. fucking bothered. <laughs> in reality, he was just headed to the bar. <laughs> like, out of habit. Yeah. So I guess Hamish is going to walk up to her and be like, You're cured! Two jobs in one day? That's going to be a record for us. She looks confused. Cured of what? Is it, okay, so you do remember us now. I mean, yeah, of course. Wait, wait, hold on. What's going on? Is, is this more your weird hey. bullshit? Uh, no, maybe. Well, actually, this oh, is boy. pretty on par for us. Um, you thought, actually, this was kind of your weird bullshit. Okay. Uh, Liam on. is going to grab Susiana and head into the Wait, temple. Wait, if I said the name Panic, does that mean anything to you? Panic Storm Chapel. I wrote it down. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Uh, Panic Cora, Storm doing? Chapel, and she's kind of glaring at Liam as she says. I I live for those sounds of disgust. It's so good, uh, and she just shakes her head. No, that what is that like a a new music something? Is, no. is, is that a, uh, no? Apparently, it's a new you. Ew. Yeah, new me, like a like a makeover. I don't understand. No, uh, no, it's, uh, it's, well, it's, it's you, literally you. You know yeah, what, Liam? Only has you. Let's just, like, let's just go to the temple. And be like, here to show Hamish will kind of tug on her sleeve and be like, I think you looked good in the cape, though. And she she looks down at herself like, I mean, I've never worn a cape. You think I'd look good in a cape? You look I good in a cape. It. I mean, you could look good in anything, but I would request you don't put on a cape, please. <laughs> 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 and she'll smile at V. Um, I wasn't really thinking about it, but okay, yeah, sure. That's fine. Um, wait, okay, I still don't understand what's going on. You guys all look kind of freaked out. Yeah, yes, um, come with us to the temple, and everything will be a whole lot more confusing and clear. And, and everyone talks all at once. Uh, uh, okay, sure, temple, that's what I heard. And she kind of lets everyone lead her to the temple. And I mean, I imagine that they lead her into the room with oh, for Panic sure. Storm Chapel. Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So... Panic Storm Chapel is laying down in the examination oh. table exactly where you left her. Ugh. And Susie oh, walks man. in and she freezes with her mouth open. She's in shock. Hamish looks between the two of them and looks over to his friends and says, Hey, you go one each. I don't there know where I'm at. <laughs> one each? I'm sorry, what does that mean, Hamish? I do not know what you are talking about. Me either. That was just... I, 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 maybe I'm got a head injury too. <laughs> I didn't even punch you. No. Probably best not, though. No. I, I feel like he's a hairline away from either complete catat- catatosis or 
like normalcy, and I don't know which is worse. <laughs> <laughs> she punches him, and she becomes a like a seventeenth level wizard, and just <laughs> he's like the former savant in magic. He's like the former uh, archmage of human Euro until yeah. he like hit his head once, and then set a library on fire, and he got chased out. <laughs> <laughs> maybe on the neck on the sequel. Yeah, <laughs> so, sequel. Maybe next year. So, so Haber says one for each of you, and then immediately pretends he doesn't know what he's talking about. And Susie, <laughs> Susie looks at the party, looks at V, looks at at Jacova, looks at uh, <laughs> Don't panic storm chapel. At, Don't say it. at her twin, evidently, and. And she's a bit speechless at first, and then she looks at the party. Look, she's looking back and forth, right? It's like, what? What is happening? What is happening? And then she looks at the twin and goes, uh, "This isn't right. This, who is that?" Uh, well, apparently it's not you. Um, so we have no idea. Well, I have no idea. Turns out, yeah, you might have a sister? Question mark. And and Susie goes, I mean, I, I feel like my parents would have told me. But I don't know. And she walks over to her twin, who's just kind of laying still. And she's looking at Susie, but there hasn't been much movement from her. And like she get, she gets close to like touch her forehead. And as soon as she gets within arm's reach, uh, the twin bursts into motion and like tackles Susie to the ground, and the cape comes oh, off. Oh hey! Oh no! Oh yeah, no, that's not happening. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I imagine V's kind of, like, hovering, because this is mm-hmm. real weird. Um, oh. I would like to attempt to not let Susie be tackled by a brain uh, lady. <laughs> Liam, Liam would probably uh, assist in that situation as well. Um, let's roll a contested athletics. And I'll just use Susie's character sheet, because I suppose they're functionally identical. Um, I need to find Whoa, them. hey, just because they're twins does not mean they're the same person, sir. You're right. <laughs> the, the, the twins should have expertise in athletics, you're right. Nope, that's not what I was <laughs> She's obviously inferior to Susie, is what I'm getting at. I mean, interpersonally, sure. Physically, maybe not. All right, well, uh, since you have the health okay. action, let's do this. Contested athletics. Oh, dear. Oh, How's a 22, Ken? Versus a four? Versus a four. Yeah. Okay, so she, can we just say she's standing right next to Susie, and the minute that fake Susie makes the launch for her, she just grabs the back of her shirt and, like, tosses her back onto the bed. I don't want to like be too violent, but and steps in between the two of them, I suppose. <laughs> and and twin Susie is is growling and scratching at V's arm, and uh, oh hey, let's not start doing that. This is how I get punchy. Roll a perception check. A perception it's not high. Check. Oh, but. But of course, uh, now I put that energy out into the universe, and so that's how that goes. Okay, okay, not bad. Sixteen. It, it wasn't high. Yeah, you, you didn't have to basically just not roll a one on that one. So you, okay. as as Twin Susie is scratching and growling, she her her face changes, and not an expression. Mm. Like it's actually changing and rippling. And no, 
I suppose anyone in the room can roll a nature? Nature is the one I'm looking for. Nature. Ooh, that's another one. one. Liam knows what it is. Liam (laughs) knows everything there is to know about doppelgangers. Mm hmm. So. How's that three? Does the three tell me anything? Um, you're pretty sure it's still Susie. Oh. <laughs> it's just the brain worms, maybe. You don't know how those work. Not the brain worms! Which is a terminal... The brain worms! Terminal disease. Uh, no, no, no. Liam, with his incredible crits, he knows everything there is to know about doppelgangers. Doppelgangers are creatures who can shapeshift and transform into any... to look like anybody that they want. They're intelligent, they tend to eat people, and... The only thing you don't know is why it chose the form of Susie, especially since Susie is around. But it is caught. It's been made. The jig is up. It is now an animal desperately trying to escape. Mm. Uh, well, Liam would like to know what Madame Doppelganger is doing here. And so uh, I think if he you would... If you my arm, I'm going to punch you in the face with the other arm. It, well, it's not listening. <laughs> Okay, I would like to punch it in the oh. face, please, with the other arm. <laughs> oh, it's not really listening. Yeah. Hold on. I think I think I have I think I have a thing for that. Do I have that? I do. How do I use that? I don't know what you're trying for. I am looking up the uh, rhymes that I have for my spell. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> um, and I don't think there is one. Yeah. Uh, so Liam is going to put his hand onto the doppelganger's shoulder, um, and he's going to say, uh, I suggest you tell us what you're doing here, ma'am. And he's going to cast Suggestion. Ooh. Um, let's see. It gets... Hopefully they can be charmed. <laughs> oh, it definitely can. I'm just double-checking what its bonus is for that. Oh, yeah, it doesn't matter what well, its bonus is. Well, I don't is. think it's going to matter. It doesn't matter what its bonus is. It's not... No, no, it's not is pl- this bonus a plus or <laughs> Definitely not. So... Um, hold on. Before you... Before you continue on... Did I get that in this campaign? I thought I had Comprehend Languages. It appears that I do not. So let's hope this doppelganger speaks some language that I speak. It definitely Um, speaks common. And it says says in a kind of raspy voice because uh, V is holding it by the throat. It goes, (laughs) to feed! Uh, That was obvious um, on... On Susiana? No. Good answer. Smart answer. Then, uh, uh, to whom are you trying to feed on? Was those kids. Now, don't know. Oh, well, we should have just let you feed on the kids. Right? Um, I feel like we did the wrong thing. You saved their lives. We are monsters. How dare you, kids? Listen, let's Um, just, like, let her go back to the kids. We can pretend nothing happened. Uh, (laughs) Um, well, because then eventually she's going to start going for people that aren't the kids and might be someone, like, that could be problematic. Yeah. Um, also, like, uh, plausible deniability here. Like, yeah. we kind of know what's going on. Um, yeah. um, how, how did you... Why? How? How did you get here? Snuck in. I'm, 
Uh, I should have known that one. <laughs> Surprise! Uh, doppelganger sneak places. <laughs> what? No. Um, Surely not. Uh, I am serious, and stop calling me Shirley. It's um, <laughs> a good line. I love that line. I do. I need to rewatch those movies. I know, right? Um, I mean, it's weird that a doppelganger is just in town, guys. <laughs> I'm just going to say that right now. Um, if anybody else has anything that might be useful for information to ask, help, please. <laughs> I'm not usually very good at the coming up with questions. I'm better at the this part. And she'll kind of, like, just shake the hand. <laughs> shake it a little bit. Thanks, a little note. <laughs> My the only thing I can come up with right now is who does number two work for? Uh, so who sent you? It, it looks confused. Uh, what? Who sent you into the town? No, nobody. You just decided to come into town. Yeah, hungry. Uh, uh, I'm assuming with Liam's role, he would know that doppelgangers eat people. Uh, yes, absolutely. They, right. they tend to take the forms of people and then lure people into dark corners or and ambush them and eat them. They're relatively intelligent, mm-hmm. not super intelligent, but, you know, average human intelligent, and they that's what they do. And also they're a little bit uh, psychic. They can read thoughts. Mm. Uh, this is very concerning. Uh, there shouldn't be doppelgangers in town. Um, we may want to inform the authorities here in this temple that we have a doppelganger. Oh, yes, they will be so thrilled with us to be bringing another problem to your attention. Yeah, well, um, well, if said doppelganger decides to take the form of one of the clerics, uh, that would be really bad. I mean, it's going to be... I, I could just not let it go. Um, and for how long are you able to hold on to its neck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's oh, wow. not test that theory. <laughs> Maybe a while. I feel like the worst person to tell would be Tuesday. Mm. She'd start an inquisition. Worst case scenario, we'd get a Wednesday to team up with her, and I don't want that. <laughs> like, like her sister from Brightport is Wednesday, and she's actually competent. <laughs> the doppelganger just takes over a, a copy of Tuesday and calls herself Wednesday. <laughs> um. Um, so, uh, uh, I'm not sure what to do with Doppelganger. Hey, Mitch, did you bring some rope in your bag? You guys are supposed to be the planners of this group. Yeah, that's why I'm asking Hamish if he brought rope in his bag. I'm making a plan. (laughs) Rope, rope, rope. Uh, let's see. Uh, small knife, bottle of ink, crowbar... Uh, breastplate, water skin, brewing supplies, rare and special herbs. 50 foot rope, here you go. Rare and special herbs. Are you saying you had the herbs we needed the whole time? (laughs) Uh, Those special herbs wouldn't have done anything because the doppelganger wouldn't be able to remember um the things because she wouldn't have known them. They wouldn't have known them. We still need to get the brainworms out. Do we, though? It might be best to let nature take its course right now. Don't. 
I don't think it has brain worms. Oh, sorry, you're right. It's Susie that has brain worms. How's your brain worms, Susie? Susie doesn't have brain worms, Hamish. She's going to take the rope and tie up the doppelganger. <laughs> Susie's looking really disturbed, very uncomfortable with this whole thing. She's like, no, no I don't have brain fucking brain worms. I'm, you guys have this under control. I'm going to leave. And okay, she, I'm sorry for dragging you into this, Susie. She... And and she'll like put a hand on V's cheek, says it's okay, you couldn't have known. And she'll she'll leave. Looking a little green, to be honest. Mm. Mm. Uh, she doesn't look too well. We should probably get those herbs. I she oh gosh. Is it V's <laughs> V's just gonna continue tying up the doppelganger. <laughs> um, Can you like change your face? It, it looks at Liam. Oh crap. <laughs> Can can you ask it to change its face, please, Liam? I think it's in love with you. Let's like. <laughs> oh, uh, um, well, uh, Mr. Doppelganger, you might want to change your face before you get punched. It changes into Jamie. Uh, better. And she's just gonna. Stop no, no, that is not better. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't disturb me nearly as much. So yes, it's better. I don't want to punch it in the face anymore. I kind of don't know how I feel about my brother's face on a woman's body. <laughs> so his very manly square jaw I mean it's it's a nice body but whatever anyways that's not the point <laughs> stop getting distracted me I mean it could change that too you asked to I change face I don't, yeah yeah no I'm, I, I don't want to make anything worse than it already is <laughs> uh, I think Liam would just kind of leave the room to go find uh like a cleric of the temple to let him know that they have a doppelganger <clears throat> and that the, the dop- said doppelganger is currently being restrained. And the double and not the doppelganger, the cleric will be uh, very panicked at this and concerned. Like, uh, what? Yeah, what? rightfully so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't know why, but they're hungry and there's a doppelganger. Well, that's very not good. That's what I said. Uh, well, um, not 100% sure what we're going to do about that, but we do need to do something about that. We'll get right on that. Okay, and he's going to turn around and head back to the room. Fantastic. And, yep, and probably have, like, some form of strange visceral reaction to seeing Jamie's face on a woman's body. Um, yeah, a little uncomfortable, for sure, to say the least. Alrighty. So, what was your plan? You got the doppelganger tied up. Are you going to take it just straight back to the office for imprisonment, interrogation, execution? What's the plan? I mean, we could interrogate it. I mean, you could try. Yeah, but um, it doesn't like appear. Go for it. Oh, I was just going to say, I feel like, I mean, it's pretty self-obvious. It was hungry, came into town, chose a face, was trying to eat people. We stopped it. Problem solved, right? <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, I'm I'm a little concerned as to like why there is a doppelganger coming into town. I mean, with your crits, you know pretty well that like this kind of thing isn't super uncommon. It doesn't happen all the time, mm. but like doppelgangers are known to come into towns. The only thing weird about mm. this is that it's such a small town, so not a common target, mm. and they're also solitary creatures generally. So yeah, not likely. There's like a whole cabal of them planning to take over the town. It's like this one was hungry, came into town, mm. found a target, went from there. Mm. All right, uh, random act of the world. Yeah, 
It happens. Most things do happen. Uh, Hamish has an idea for a t-shirt. No. Doppelgangers happen. Doppelgangers happen. <laughs> Add it to the list. Yeah, maybe once we, you know, get some form of following and popularity, we'll start doing t-shirts. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> we'll just have to keep a list. <laughs> and then we'll just make obscure old Arc 1 references. Hey, remember in Episode 2 that no one listens to? That'll be great. <laughs> yeah. I almost feel that way about the Twist the Knife shirt. Like, how many... What percentage of the listenership actually understands the reference to Twist the Knife? Mm. It took me a while. Mm. Like, or even, like... Or even, like, one of the bigger ones, like, uh, Bailey Basic Attack. Yeah, right? It's like, I mean, I've been listening since Arc 1, but I understand that the vast majority, I'm in the minority on that. I'm an old-timer mm-hmm. in the group. Yeah, fucking old. So, you said you could interrogate. Are you just going to try and dispose of the doppelganger? Are you going to imprison it, and then that'll the doppelganger will just be another pet that you add to your collection? <laughs> I don't really want a pet doppelganger. They're no, not me either. friendly. Um, it kind of messed up its chances of being a pet by like taking Susie's face. That's fair. And also, oh, you know, I don't know. Do you telling me no pet now, and I kind of wanted this pet. No, no, we're not keeping the doppelganger. <laughs> okay, but what if I promise to feed it and take care of it? What do you? What do? You, what do they eat? I don't know. Can they eat animals? Does it have to be people? I mean, it, it pretty much has to be people. No, it can eat animals. It's just, it's oh, its natural adaptations wait, are. Wait, would V know this? No. So Liam is going to say they pretty much eat people. That is. Hey, you. Can you eat animals? It looks at Liam. Oh my god. Do you uh, want to eat him? Is that why you keep looking at him? Yes, I would like to eat him. I'll feed it. I'll feed you to him. There you go. Done. Uh, Doppelganger pet fed. <laughs> what? <laughs> not, not. What? You guys get Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, and you have Cheddar and Choppy already. You've got twice as much as we do. It's not my fault that pe- things like me better. <laughs> things like you better. You you gave them you, sentience. <laughs> yeah, you kind of forced that upon them. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's an. You don't have to get into the debate again. That's an interesting ethical discussion. Is it is it ethical for for V to We're, be their primary caretaker when she granted them sentience in the first place? Uh, I feel like the ethics question there would be if she didn't want to be their primary caretaker. Yeah, but, but I feel like she is obligated to. But did she? Re- but did did they really have a choice? I mean, we can. Uh, ask them if I they mean, don't want you to don't be really the primary caretaker. <laughs> you don't. You don't really get to choose your parents. And so I don't see how this is that much different from that. Fair enough. <laughs> we need philosophers in the chat. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Hamish, go. Uh, so, I feel like we're still not closer to a resolution. V wants a pet, and Liam I mean, is absolutely that's not. only because Jacoba told me I'm not allowed to have a pet. <laughs> and you're all down to do the opposite. <laughs> yes. No, we can't. I will slit its throat in its sleep. Try me. <laughs> maybe I'll feed you to the. Maybe it'll slit your throat. And okay. I'm, I'm, I'm down for that. Just bring it on. <laughs> Untie it. Roll for initiative. <laughs> Listen, I feel like we could have a doppelganger Jacoba, and it would be like. I mean, CJ would get to play the same character. It would be fun. <laughs> Except now you get to shape change. 
we could in fact have two Susianas. What makes you think no, I'm not that's already not, a doppelganger? That's not a debate I want to get into. That's an ethics question right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, except this Susie would eat people, so. Yeah, Jacoba can have this one. <laughs> <laughs> Jacoba can have the evil Susiana. Uh, well, Liam's vote is to. I mean, he's inclined to cast it off until it not come back. Sure. To but... meet people somewhere else? Hold on, let me find the butterfly again. <laughs> yeah. Make it a hot comeback. Look to Dunhollow. But at the moment, at the moment, he's kind of disinclined to say, let's murder the thing with my brother's face. I mean, that's fair. So, there's that. What are you remembering, CJ? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I, you know what? I think this might be something where it's best we just turn them over to the town guard and let them uh, let them handle things. Yeah. Fine, but if it gets out... Uh, well, here's the thing. It's probably not getting out. When he says, mm-hmm. handle things with verbal air quotes, uh, that's accurate. They're probably just going to murder it. For yeah. sure. So either you can execute it here and now, but you have to deal with the mess, or you can turn it into the guards, and they'll take it outside of town, and they'll murder it. You know what? I feel like finding things is in our purview, and uh, murdering things is not so much. So We have also done quite a bit of murdering of things, though. Uh, we have dealt with problems, and this is not a problem <laughs> I we are getting paid to deal with. That's true. You weren't paid Very to deal true. with this problem, so... Is, is that yes. the, the ultimate resolution to this? Is you, you take it to the guards, the guards take care of it. I believe that is V's. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's also hesitant to murder something that was wearing Susiana's face. Oh, and still wearing her body. Yeah. And still wearing her body, yes. But not her face, which is weird. I'm still living our cape. Now the cape fell off in the scuffle. Good. So, oh no! Well, then Hamish gathered it up and has got it in his pack. So now he has oh. a cape with like an embroidered M on it. Yep. Fantastic. Excellent. Add it to your inventory. That's canon. <laughs> we'll be using oh. that later on. Assuming he remembers. <laughs> I can get three months down the line and decide to start wearing it. Probably. Yeah. Just, no. You know what? I, I feel like this is an, a, a snazzy fashion choice. He will burn it as it is still on Hamish's back. <laughs> uh, Hamish may do that on accident on his own. <laughs> no cape. All right. So, I suppose the only thing left to do in this super special one shot is for Hamish to actually f- respond to the letter he read in the beginning of the session. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. What happened to Oron and Nicholas? That's what I'm curious about. They, like they, they basically. Uh, Took him back to oh, the they bar. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Like when, when they gave when the cleric gave him the smelling salts, he's like, oh, thanks, and then he left, and I assume they went oh, back God. to the bar. <laughs> How did I miss that? <laughs> yeah. Amy still has to sort that one out with Nicholas and the crew. So. <laughs> that, that will be difficult, seeing as only two of the crew are here, are, are on the call in the moment. Yeah, right? Yeah, they're drunk. That'll have to be a special group session later. He'll just, like, mm-hmm. he'll, he'll make that posting. Uh, on the job board later. <laughs> just be like, oh, by the way, I, c- I couldn't get a chance to talk to you, but hey, you guys really need a group session, a special group session with Hamish. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's take another look at this. Dear Hamish, I met a girl recently. 
Alright, that's not so abnormal. I've met lots of girls recently. She's funny and beautiful and we pretty much hit it off right away. Oh, that's sweet, isn't it? If this was any other girl, I would take my time, make my move, confident that there would be no problem. Well, that's self-confident person here, so I don't know. I'm not seeing any problems right now. If this was any other girl, she says. Oh, so she likes all the girls. Any other girl. That's interesting, isn't it? So, all right. So we've got someone who met a girl, which is not unusual, apparently, because they like all the other girls, but with any other girl she'd take her time she wants to rush with this one uh, or maybe I should read on it's a bit confusing but there's a problem she's my co-worker's ex right so I guess the co-worker isn't very happy about that yeah, we'll see he kind of ditched her after a whole messed up situation of some kind the details are unclear well that's a problem right there you need to know what the details you need to clarify the details in order to know what's going on. Because if I hadn't sat down and worked out the details of what was going on with the Rat King and the circles and stuff, then we'd never have worked out that they really wanted to come into town and open a restaurant. Or was it take over the town? I forget. Uh, take over the town. So it, sounds like, so it sounds like step one is Greeny needs a mind map board. Yes, that's great advice. Oh, that's excellent. I like that one. All right, so put that aside for now. Uh, mm-hmm. Nightmap boards, right. And I think she could do much better. Alright, so hang on. Which girl is he talking about now? So, okay, so, girl, yeah, that girl could do much better than the ex. Wait, is the co worker the ex that. Alright, so I'm not sure whether she thinks the co worker could do better or the ex could do better. If I had to take a guess, and it would have to be a guess because I do not know this person. I, would I think say, it's the coworker. I think I think that the girl could do better than the coworker. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. Oh, he. There's a clue. Wait. Hold on. She can do better oh. than the coworker. She's not even trying for the coworker. No, like not Greeny could do better than like the ex. Oh my god. I don't know, of course, because this is just. <laughs> <laughs> this is all conjecture. I don't know, V. Why don't you uh, fill us in on your uh, thought process behind all this? My thought process is, from the sounds of it, um, this girl that Greeny is interested in is quite the catch, and um, her ex, who is uh, assumedly Greeny's coworker, uh, is like not a catch. Right, because if if this is a girl, then she's a uh, she. And then Greeny says he's an alcoholic, so that must be the co-worker, I think. He kind of ditched her, yes. So the, the co-worker is a man, and the ex is a woman, and Greeny is indeterminate at this time. All right, so we think the ex is an alcoholic, which kind of seems to clear up the previous details of the messed up situation, but maybe she hasn't made that connection yet. Uh, problem is, he's doing his best to win her back. What's wrong with her front? V's gonna just face pop. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, I no. Want... So the co-worker wants the ex back in his yeah. life. So you gotta read between yeah. the lines, people, otherwise it just gets confusing. Of course. Why did I not think of that? <laughs> so... The alcoholic co-worker is trying to get the ex back. Greeny likes the ex, who's funny and beautiful, 
and they hit each other right away, which seems kind of violent, but that's okay. Some people like that. So what do I do, says Greedy. Normally, I wouldn't view this guy as competition, but they have a history. Right, obviously, because they were together. I'm sure that I would be a better choice for her, but I'm worried their past relationship will cloud her judgment. Mm, maybe what's clouding her judgment is that they hit it off right away, because if they start hitting each other we've seen today, that can lead to head injuries and all kinds of confusion. Alright, so, so if she goes on, should I hurry up my pursuits... Or do I continue as normal and hope that she makes the right choice? I mean, my gut is you kind of got to, like, seize the day. Like, you can't just let life kind of... You can't sit there and wait for life to happen because it's not. It's never going to work that way. You just... You got to go for it. But what if Greedy seizes the day and it doesn't work out like she hopes? Or Greedy is an indeterminate person. (laughs) Then it's tragic, but at least you tried, because you're not going to know until you try. Yeah. At least they tried, you mean, Granny, um, because we're not talking. Wait, what did I say? You said you. Oh. <laughs> He's talking to the letter, obviously. Oh, uh, yeah. obviously. Oh, right, obviously. of course, my bad. Um, okay. I, I feel like Are you the okay, entire please? time, like, V has been, like, shifty-eyed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's, like, not to- well, like, I rolled a deception earlier, and she did get a 19. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, yes, it's probably still kind of, like, yeah, uh, you know. Because <laughs> if you just, if, if Greeny is just waiting around to see what she's going to choose, but the ex-girlfriend of the drunk co-worker doesn't know how Greeny feels, then how is she going to make the choice? She's going to think she only has one choice. Which exactly. Is and that's not much of a choice at all because, you know, that messed up situation probably had to do with his drinking and, well, his drinking. should have, that's true. I wonder if he's still an alcoholic or maybe he became an alcoholic because he left her. So maybe she cure for his alcoholism and maybe they should get back together as soon as possible before he <laughs> drinks himself to death. Any thoughts on that, uh, Jacoba? <laughs> But everyone has their demons. Who am I to judge? <laughs> wait, mm-hmm. wait, 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 wait. Did I miss something? Where did the demons come into it? Because that's really it's, complicated in a relationship with their demons. Hamish, Hamish. Hamish. What? It's a figure of speech. Oh. Yeah, they always confuse me. We, so, we figured that out. Um, I think what Greenie should do, and this is the very clear choice, is that she should get the co-worker very, very drunk and then bring the ex to see the very drunk co-worker so that she'll be able to show what a problem he is and then she should tell the ex that she's actually the right choice and... It's all proven because, like, drunk co-worker will just fall off the chair or something like that because that's what drunks do. And uh, Greeny will be standing there looking much better. And, 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 and that, that, yeah, that, that's my advice. I'm going to write that all out. Get the co-worker drunk and make him look bad in front of the ex. And that way she'll see that you're the good choice. You really think that's the way for them to go? Uh, 
Hamish, you should also probably mention in there that you should present yourself as one of the options instead of just kind of sitting there and waiting for it to happen. Yeah, okay. So, dear Greedy, I think you need to let this girl know that you are the better choice. And in order to demonstrate that, get your co-worker as drunk as you possibly can and have him look completely useless in comparison to you. Also, wear your best clothes so that she will see that you can be much, much more attractive compared to the drunken bum in the corner. What if Greeny <laughs> only had... I'll even provide the beer. I have a very nice carrot cake flavored one that drunks seem to love. What if Greeny only has like one set of clothes, though? So. Uh, wash them. <laughs> or buy new ones. <gasps> Shopping episode. There's this really nice uh, clothing shop that we went to a little while ago, and they're they're super nice and friendly, and you you don't even have to fold the clothes up afterwards. You just dump them in a pile, and they do it for you. It's great. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's callback. You do not do that. I mean, that was Liam's experience there. He didn't have to pull shit. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you anything. Just smiled this really tight smile and, and, and told me to have a nice day, and uh, everyone was really nice. And then they accused him of stealing for some reason, even though it's a free market. Oh, no, no, I've learned that lesson. I've learned that lesson. See, when they say free market, they don't actually mean that everything's free. You've got to pay for it. They just mm. mean they're free to charge you whatever they want. And it's free to enter the market. Um, That's true. But I've learned that free market means that they can charge, they're free to charge you whatever they want. So you want to buy something, you pick it up, you ask them how much it is. They tell you a price and it might seem really expensive, but they're free to do that. So you just have to pay it. <laughs> Um, I feel like, Hamish, we need to learn you some bartering skills. Bartering. Yes. Is that something to do with being in a bar? Because I'm uh, good at that. Well, you know I mean, you can barter in a bar, but... So, bartering is when you try and convince the person that the item that they're selling you is not worth what they're saying and that they're full of shit and you can get a better price. Well, how would you know? They're the one that have the item. Surely they know what it's worth. Uh, that's that's not the point. The point is just to pay less for it. But that seems dishonest. Uh, yeah. I mean, not like, you know, deliberately getting someone drunk so you can show what a mess they really are. That's like, you know, showing the true nature of something. And I'm sure people in the marketplace always present something in their, their you know, the true nature of it, because otherwise they'd be being dishonest. You know, maybe we should all go to the Honorable Pillow and have this conversation around a round of drinks. I agree. For you, Bayan? Yeah, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> And I think that's a I've lovely place. I've got some money place. to burn. Let, let's let's go. <laughs> I think that's a lovely place to end. You buy in drinks? I think but, Liam actually has a fair amount of money. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. I do. 
200 gold. I'm pretty pretty happy yeah. with that. That sounds like a wonderful place to end yeah. the session. Just pack and see something sticking out of the corner of it, and he's like, oh yeah, and I've got this really nice cape to give to Susie. No, mm. le- no, please do not. Well, why not? You agreed she'd look good in it. <laughs> we did agree that she would look good in it. And, and after all, her twin sister looked good in it. Not her twin sister. That was something that was trying to eat people. Still look good in it. Yeah. <laughs> well, she gets like a faraway look on her face for a second. <laughs> She's like you're not wrong, assholes. You know. Alrighty. So, like, don't love what you're saying. <laughs> I'm not picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> I need to head out. I will end the recording now. I will now. not admit to this statement. It was nope. wonderful to have you on today, Mark. So, uh, I think we're heading to the Honorable Pillow? Yeah, our TM muted himself. Yeah. So, the thing he's been saying for, like, the past two minutes, we can't hear. Oh, yes, I was talking the whole time. I was saying, like, sounds like heading off to the bar sounds like a wonderful place to end the session, because I need to jet. But. All right. So, it was, it was wonderful to have you on, Mark. Mm-hmm. And oh, thanks for having me on, guys. It was th- a lot of fun. I, I had to mute so that I could actually laugh in peace. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thanks for putting up with our shit. Me yeah. all the time. <laughs> all right. Well, this was very fun. I will end the it recording was. now, and uh, we will leave off with uh, everyone going to the bar. Yeah. Yeah. For no particular reason. I just.